What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode. We are your host. I'm Amir. And this is Arhenis. And you are listening to Gents Amplified. So, you know, if you've been rocking with us this far, you understand the plight of what we're doing on this journey as uh, podcasters, mm. uh, talking about, you know, our daily goings on as gentlemen and all that comes with it and, you know, trying to understand and differentiate between different things that we hear and different things that we feel and just improve upon ourselves. And we're just documenting it all through this podcast. And hopefully people that are listening learn something from it and it helps them too. Or, you know, it's just something for them to listen to. (laughs) That's cool too. Um, So today um, we're going to be discussing the term alpha male. And uh, it came up because we were thinking about, like, being a gentleman. Part of being a gentleman is, like, being a leader, right? Someone who is holding themselves to a certain standard and in high regard. And part of being a gentleman is not only about being a leader, but it's how you lead, right? Mm -hmm. So um, with the term alpha male, it tends to lend itself to something that, is more aggressive, right? But if you're a gentleman, right, even in the breakdown of that word, gentleman, right? And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're soft, but it means that you you know how to, you know when to apply pressure and when not to, right? You know how yes. to approach things so that you're diffusing situations as opposed to, you know, making them blow out of proportion. So I feel like, so how does that term alpha male align with that? And what does that term actually mean? Where does it actually come from? Like, how is it relevant to this day and age? And um, Henny, saw, you saw this clip that you showed me that was based on this article. And I was like, this is really interesting. Let's take it to the podcast and talk about it a little bit more. So what was that origin story on the term? So the term alpha male goes back to 1970. So not too, too long ago. From a book by David Meck. The book is titled The Wolf. And what he did was he studied captive wolves. Mm. You know, and they were were captive animals. So they were kind of locked up, not in the wild. And by studying them, he's kind of determined there was always a male being very aggressive and dominant and trying to take over in the pack Mm -hmm. there. And, and sometimes he'll be challenged and they'll be fighting each other and trying to like take over and be the one in charge of everything. I guess you could say the alpha male. Mm -hmm. And that's where that term came from in that book. And since then it picked up and it kept going. And for years, you know, from 1970 until the nineties, it was used a lot to describe I guess you could say powerful men or mm-hmm. or men who just took charge and were very dominant as well and, and aggressive in the way they led um, people in the work environment or their families or just in events. So it just, like I said, it, came, it picked up, it became popular and that was being used. And it's, you know, in a way where people saw it as a good thing, like, oh, you're an alpha male. That's, oh, that's, or that woman want an alpha male, you know, mm-hmm. because of the, the charge and being a leader and everything. But in 1999, mm-hmm. 
David Mech came out again in interviews trying to debunk that whole terminology and, and saying that the Alpha Man does not exist. Mm. And, now, why was that? And the reason he came to that conclusion was because after so many years, he then studied wolves in the wild. And what he so found... Like now this, now seeing them in their natural habitat yes. changes his opinion, okay? And what he found was that in their natural habitat, in the wild, wolves, it never came to a point where they had to be an alpha male. It came to the point when they matured, they left their pack and found the equal, I guess you could say, level of, of leadership or, or alpha female. Mm -hmm. And together had puppies and build their own pack. Boom. And then the cycle continued when those came mature enough, they branched out and they did the same. Found a companion of the opposite sex and then build their own pack. So what he realized was each male once matured went and found their own pack and became the leader in that pack with in you know working together with their opposite sex uh, companion. And what he found was that, that there was no ever, there was never ever any need for an alpha male. There was mm -hmm. never any challenging. There was never any aggression or dominance to another male trying to take over a pack because they're trying to take a, a female away from another male or whatever. Mm -hmm. That never happened. So that's why he came back and he said, you know, alpha male does not exist. Mm. And I found that very interesting because to this day in 2021, the term alpha man is still being used to describe men and yeah. they use it a lot in a good, like if it's a good thing, you know, and then, and now they say, oh, the alpha male and the better male, mm. you know, and basically the alpha male is better than the better male and all that stuff, which, but if you think about it, you know, what they're really describing, if you really think about it, this is what I was like, ah, this is crazy. Because what they're really describing, you know, if you look at what David Mack found when he was studying the wolves, basically saying alpha males don't exist, then what you're saying is, if you are a person that believes in the idea of alpha males, mm -hmm. you need to keep in mind that there is no such thing. It does not exist. And what you're describing if you want to give it meaning, what mm -hmm. you're describing based on what David Mack found in his studies is that it's you're describing behavior of a captive, lonely creature. Mm. When I read that, and that was crazy because I was like, "Ooh!" so if we're giving men out here just because they're leaders, just because maybe they're real aggressive in the way they lead and they take charge and all that mm -hmm. other stuff. And we're saying that's an alpha man. Male in reality, what we're describing is a insecure, lonely person. Person. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Like so, yeah. in reality, they're 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 being so aggressive, and that and in that way, out of fear. Right. So, because that's that's and like reading that, hearing that, that just makes me think it's a defense mechanism, right? Yes. Because, so the term alpha male. Right, the definition, according to Oxford, right, that's, our, that's the, the dictionary mm -hmm. that I like. According to Oxford Dictionary, the English term alpha male is a male um, tending to assume a dominant or 
domineering role in a social or professional situation, right? He is the dominant male or animal in a particular group. And I think having to assert that dominance mm-hmm. means it's it could be coming from a place of, like you said, fear, right? And, and if he's studying these wolves in captivity, right, that means they're they're sequestered for whatever reason. And so they're already in a state of shock because they're not in their mm-hmm. natural habitat. They're not in a surrounding that is natural to them, right? So, of course, they're on defense mode. Yeah. They're like, all right, any, somebody's already trying to get us. Yeah. Anybody who's coming could get it. So, to and, yeah, have and, that, and then on top of that, if that's how they already are, imagine if you're feeding them and then the food comes to play and they're all hungry. Right. The, and they don't have the opportunity to go hunt for themselves, right? So now they have, they have to ration yep. what they get. So it, it, it is that so idea the, of like yeah. everyone fending for themselves, yeah. right? And because you you are going into survival mode and you're being defensive, then you have to assert that type of dominance. But when you're in your natural habitat, when everybody's working together and things are cohesive and harmonious as it should be in society, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to assert dominance. No. If you are a natural born leader, if you have those innate qualities, then you will ascend to the top naturally, right? By quote unquote natural selection. But like when it's genuine, when it's authentic, it just happens. That's how it's going to flow. And people are going to respect it because they're like, yeah, you should take the lead on this. And being part of being a good leader, which is part of what we're trying to figure out as gentlemen, how how do we lead? Not just being, I'm a leader, right? Because... Running shit, quote unquote, I mean, pardon my French, but like to to feel like, oh, I got to run shit. That doesn't necessarily mean you need to always be aggressive to do it. No. Because what's the saying? Catch more flies with honey. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it pays to be nice, right? And being a good leader also means you know when to follow. And you can, yes. and, and if you're a real leader, then you're grooming other people around you to lead as yes. well. It's not about like, no, just listen to me. I'm running things. I'm doing this. And part of having to do that is what you said again, that insecurity thing. It's, it's that, uh, what was the, was, was the phrasing of it? Uh, scared something, you know, like that's being, having a, Oh, the behavior of, of you're describing, a. Captive, lonely creature. A yeah, captive, so, lonely creature, right? But so, I just add to that saying, you know, basically a captive, lonely creature is meaning someone who is insecure, afraid. someone who is mm-hmm. fearful, someone who is unsure of what's going to what's gonna happen, you know? Mm-hmm. So any little thing that happens, they need to make sure that they're on top of it. And it might seem like they're being a leader, but in reality, they're not even a good leader. They just want to be in the front of it mm-hmm. because they have to be able to control it because they're so scared of what may happen if they're not controlling it. But that doesn't make you a good leader. You know? Yeah. And like you said before, a good leader actually leads from behind. A good leader actually helps others lead while he watches and guides. Boom. So if you listen to what he was saying on the in, in the wolves, the wolf pack in the wild, when they mature enough and they branch out and they find an, a companion of the opposite sex to begin their own pack, what do you think is happening? What do you think is happening during that time when, when the puppies mature to branch off? The leader, that male and female, that duo, they're guiding and grooming their pups into being what they need to be in the wild, to how to survive, how to hunt, 
how to stay warm, how to take care of each other, right? Right. So, yes, impacts, though. Like, the whole term, when you look at alpha, omega, and beta, that does exist in wolf packs. Like, you do have that. Mm -hmm. You do have the one that's uh, that's the leader. You do have the one that is right-hand of that leader. Mm -hmm. And you do have the ones that help establish that leadership and help build that pack and protect that pack. And that's in any group. In any group, that will always happen. Whether it's with family, whether it's friends, whether it's a business, it's going to be like, that way. There's always going to be someone who is the real leader. There's going to be someone that supports that leader. And there's always going to be another person that supports those two and help and that team together is going to help bring right. a but, good pack. Well, that, but that was the important word that you said. It's about that team, building that the team. team what Everybody, makes teamwork. Exactly. Everybody understanding their position and knowing how to play their position. Right? That's that's important too. I like that. I like that. Self-awareness. Boom. You, we need to... That's another big thing. Most Nowadays, everybody wants to be the top dog. Everybody wants to be the first one. Everybody wants to be the popular one. Everybody wants to look cool on social media. Because, again, it's just the fancy thing, the nice thing, and the fun thing to do. But in reality, that's why a lot of those people are not even happy. Because they're being someone who they're not. Self-awareness, man. You have to know... Who you are. And it's okay to be second. It's okay to not be the leader. It's okay to just follow. Mm -hmm. If that's who you truly naturally are, it's okay. Because when, but, and because when you, even when you, when you get comfortable with knowing who you are and you're comfortable with yourself yeah, and you understand your position, then that allows you to be a leader in what you're doing. Yes. It doesn't like. Oh, like, oh, oh yeah, for sure. You're always going to, I think we all have. The ability to lead. The ability to lead in different situations. So yeah. if I am the person in my house who is the, the household leader, right? Mm -hmm. In my house, I'm the leader. But if I'm an employee at a corporation, I go to a job and I have a project to do and that stuff, I'm just part of a team, mm -hmm. right? So there, I'm now I'm in the establishment where I'm now a leader at all. Whether I want to be, whether I think I am, I'm not there. Because my job title and my salary don't, don't, <laughs> don't, reflect, that. don't reflect that. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, I'm not there. So, again, self-awareness, you need to learn how to know your place and how to know to be an essential part of a team and where to be placed in there. Like, sometimes you're going to be placed there by someone else. And sometimes you're going to place yourself because you know that's where you need to be. Uh -huh. But, again, we all, one way or another, are in certain areas in our lives, leaders. Yeah. In certain things. But that's why, again, like you said earlier, a good leader knows when to step back and let someone else lead mm -hmm. and take charge. And they're not going to be, and they're not going to envy it. They're not going to feel a certain way about it. They're not going to feel less of a person or a man because of it. Mm -hmm. Because the true gentleman is confident. The, the true gentleman knows what he's doing. You know, and, and has that ability to just, I lead if I have to lead. But if I'm not, if that's not my part or that's not who, what I need to do right now, I'm okay with that also. Yeah. I think that's, so in essence, that term alpha male, it's no longer holds the same relevance that I feel like a lot of people think it does. Mm -hmm. But most people probably don't even know that backstory of, where it comes from no. and, and how it's been originated. I do think that people 
know that it's associated with wolves in in a sense, right? Because yeah. I do see a lot of people and it sounds make cool. that correlation between wolves or even like lions or like yeah, you know, quote unquote the king, right? People that have that, but even if you even if in all right pop culture references, like just take like the Lion King for example. If you like in the in that movie, like. Mufasa is like grooming Simba to mm-hmm. take over. He's like teaching him how to lead. Mm-hmm. He's like everything that the, like he was like this whole desert, this whole Sahara, the whole plain, right? The Everything the sun touches. Everything the sun touches, right? Like he's talking it's about yours. how everything works together in harmony. And he's like, when we go to hunt, we only hunt when we need food. We don't like just mess with people just to mess with people. We all work together. Mm-hmm. And there's certain parts that we stay away from. Yes, I'm the king. I'm running stuff, right? Um, he was like, so why, you know, I think there's like a part where he's asking him, he's like, why can't we just like go in there and take it? And what? He was like, cause we don't need to do that. Like we understand no. that we're not trying to make trouble. We let everybody live harmoniously. We don't need to always be aggressive and assert ourselves in that way. Right. He was just, he was fair. And, but he, but he, you still knew like when it was time to go, like when those, hy- we thought the hyenas was trying to take it. He came in, let that roar. Like, Oh, you, don't be messing with my son, right? Yeah. Like you knew how to flex that strength when and necessary. they respected it, and they knew, and it's and it's a respect who he was, thing. and they know. Okay, I'm not gonna mess with this guy, right? Because even so, and you know that because when even the mention of his name when Scar said it, they're like, ooh, right? They're yeah. like, because they know better, and it's not because he's walking around beating up everybody. He stays a pride rock. He runs things. He sends people out. He's like, yo, Zazu, go check over there. Remember the Gophers came. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a there's a um. Something's happening. There's a herd or whatever. He, like he knows how to go and check, keep things in order. But you don't have to. But it's because of him operating like that that he discerns that type of respect. Whereas Scar felt like he had to like bully everyone to let yeah. them know, like I'm running stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna be mean to the hyenas. Which is at the end, he was like, yeah, like why are we taking orders from this guy again? Mm-hmm. Like we don't need to. Like come on, like what if we just if we all assert our power? Then we could take this guy down. Right, but Scar had to do that because if you look at him, and it doesn't necessarily always mean it's a, a physical component that comes into play with it. But I think they did that because you know it's a kids' movie, and like that depiction helps you make a better understanding of like you. If you look at Scar, he wasn't as big and strong no. as as Mufasa, right? He no. was more like meek, so that's why he had to be manipulative and cunning and 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 sneaky in that way because he he couldn't he wasn't confident in himself enough to just be like listen scar i want the kingdom and i feel like i'm owed to it i owe, i'm owed it because i'm a i'm i'm your brother right instead he's like no i'm gonna be sneaky i'm gonna try to get this one like when you move it like that that's because you're not sure of yourself you got to do shady underhanded stuff to like quote unquote get ahead so it's just interesting because i think it's it's always been a term that's resonated with people and you that idea of like how to lead and how to be alpha has been around for a while but and but the yeah. interesting thing that you brought up is how you went from wolves to lions and you're right a lot of people use that term alpha male and also use the they use the wolves and they use the lions to describe that and being the king and being the leader and all that stuff mm-hmm. but the interesting is yeah, it was a kid's movie, but what you described is what, exactly what we're talking about with the wolves. When he was grooming Simba, he wasn't bullying other lions. He wasn't doing other stuff, trying to attack anybody, mm-hmm. trying to be more aggressive and dominant. He was 
just showing them respect and and they returned that respect mm-hmm. and that loyalty. And he was showing Simba and getting him ready. And once he was mature enough and ready, he was taking over. So the same thing with the wolves. Once the wolf is mature enough, they leave the pack and they start their own. And it's very interesting because now you say it and I wonder like, oh, I'm sure they studied lions when they made that movie, right? Yeah. Have you ever looked at Discovery Channel and how people are like going through the jungle and they stop and take pictures and videos of a lion? They close to a lion and the lion's just chilling laying there. But it's like you said, he, when he told Simba, we don't mess with other animals if we don't have to. Mm-hmm. We already ate. We already ate. So why am I? I'm not. I know I can go and kill them very easy, but I'm not gonna do that. There's no point. And sometimes I feel like, yeah, when I see Discovery Channel, I'm like, man, they mad close taking pictures and videos, and the lion ain't doing it. He's chilling, and it's it's the power. They're close, but they only close to a certain point because they know the power that lion has. But the lion at the same time is like, I don't care about you. Do what you gotta do. You didn't bother me. You're not close to me. You're not bother me, and I'm not gonna bother you. But he's ready if he has to be. Right. But that's interesting that you brought that because then that debunks also the same way we use the lion as like, oh, the big top dog and everything. Mm-hmm. Like in reality, in the wild, the lion is not like that. It's true. The lion's part of his pack, part of his family, and they work as a team, and it's just chill. And they only kill when they have to eat. But once they eat, they just chill it unless they have to defend themselves and protect themselves. So, I don't know, I just thought it was interesting that you went to that way because, like, like you said, if we're debunk- debunking the alpha male term for the wolves in the, in the same time, we're doing it with the lions as well because those are two very popular ideas that are used in the culture with men of how we describe being a leader, being mm-hmm. the top dog, being the cool guy, being the one that calls the shots. And in reality, it's almost like, I mean, what, what we're describing of an alpha male or someone like that is toxic toxic masculinity if you think about it. Mm-hmm. That's what we're describing. If if we go based on what the true like debunking what an alpha male is and how an alpha male comes about in captive from being insecure, from being fearful, from having to feel like he has to bully everybody and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Overly talk- assert himself, be yeah. unnecessarily aggressive. That's quote unquote toxic masculinity if you yeah. think about it. So, it's you know, and it, that's why it was very interesting to me when I heard, and I shared that video with you when I heard this, because, again, even I have, even I've thought before this, I, I would hear Alpha Male think, oh, yeah, Alpha Male, mm-hmm. the one that's top dog, the one that everybody wants to be around, the one that women always look into, the one that, you know, mm-hmm. runs the show. But now I'm like, hold up, after seeing this and learning this, <laughs> it's like, now I look at someone like that, I was like, mm, yeah, you got a lot of problems you need to work on, and right. you ain't really leader of nothing. You were just trying to be something you're not. Right. Because what 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 are you really trying to hide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Very, very, very interesting concept. So, I mean, I guess you just said it. I was about to say, do, would you even consider yourself a quote-unquote alpha male? No, I don't, I don't think I would. Nope. Not after kind of seeing this, and I do agree with all of that. Analogy, you know, and seeing what they've been met said in 97 in the original book, and then in 1999 when he came saying, you know, that's not true, alpha man doesn't exist, mm-hmm. alpha male doesn't exist. I don't, I don't consider myself to be an alpha male, yeah. And because, and in a way, even before I didn't, because I, and it's true, even though it says like when I 
look up Aquaman, what I found was it says a man who takes charge or who imposes his, his will on others, not the other way around. A yeah. male, an alpha male intimidates. He unquestionably in charge no matter what the situation. An alpha male is loud, brash, and doesn't care what anybody else thinks. Now, some of these I can relate to and some of these I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't just take charge and impose my will on people. Mm. Have I, have, there's been cases where I take charge. If I felt like it was necessary because clearly nothing was working and I kind of had an idea of what should be done. Mm-hmm. I've done that in the past, but I don't always do it, but impose my will on others. No, I might give my opinion on what we think that we should do and all that stuff. But if you don't want to do it, cool. Don't do it. Let's see what you want. If your idea is better, but I'm fine with that. And the other thing it says, I mean, intimidating, and no, and taking charge no matter the situation. Very loud, brash, and that I'm no, I'm nowhere like that. I don't try. Do I intimidate people? <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe because I can have a serious face sometimes, and not that that's just how I am. Because I'm quiet, and I'm servant, and I'm just my face can maybe look like I'm feeling some way, but I'm actually just observing and just being quiet. Mm. But I don't mean to be, and I'm definitely not loud. I'm actually, if you know me, I'm more chill, more laid back, more like, I actually don't like loud. You know, there's a time and place for everything. So not that being loud is bad. Like if we're hanging out, we're just having a good time playing games or in a restaurant or just listening to music or something. But like, yeah, like you said, fine. there's a time, time, and, time place and place for everything. For everything. Because I, I, I guess people would consider me loud, but I think that's based on what the environment they see me in and in my profession, right? Because I am a dance teacher like I'm always loud or effervescent in the sense that I have to produce the energy that I I want the class to be at right um and so and I but I in in essence in my outside of that you know persona that I have as a teacher or as a performer I'm not really loud I'm really quiet I'm I'm Mm -hmm. I'm actually very uh laid back um i'm I like mean, a social loner yeah and i mean <laughs> i've been around you in a lot of different environments and i think you're very respectful to others and considerate to the the environment the vibe you know mm-hmm. you can kind of read the vibe you can kind of you know if it calls for being fun and loud and all oh, right come on guys let's get pumped up you're ready to do it but a lot of times you only do that when in those situations but other than that you i've always seen you be more chill more laid back more like yeah you talk to everybody you acknowledge everybody you are considerate of everybody but not in a loud way you know what i mean Mm. so but but like you said right place right time it just depends on when you do it and i think as a leader you have to be able to discern when it is the time to do that right Mm -hmm. and so in that regard i agree with you in the sense that like there are times when you do have to, like, assert, in a sense, that 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 energy and that dominance. But when you have to overimpose, then that's coming from a place of, like you said, fear or captivity. Mm-hmm. And that's what I and I even think that whole term of intimidation. I think for people to say they're intimidated by people. It is not a reflection of the, that person. It's a reflection of them. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard that term before. People tell me like, oh, you're so intimidating. And I'm like, but what is it? Like, how can you be intimidated by me 
if you don't know me? How can you be intimidated mm-hmm. by my silence? Yeah. Right? Because you're not sure how to approach me, it is something in you that's making you unsure about how you want to approach me. And so by proxy, now you're going to reflect that on me and say, I'm intimidating? No, I'm not intimidating. You're just intimidated. That's two different things. And I feel like that's a whole other conversation. But Yeah, because I was going to say, I think based on that, and you say intimidated by my silence. And what I think, honestly, is I think we mentioned this in the last episode. You know, we were talking, we were talking about self-care and over sharing and, and and sharing a lot because we live in a society where mm-hmm. if you're not oversharing, you're, you feel like you're not doing anything because that's what social media is. So if you are around that type of energy all the time where you're just oversharing everything and you're and everyone is telling everyone everything about themselves and business that they shouldn't even be saying, when you all of a sudden are around someone that's very quiet, very observant, is not really saying much about themselves, maybe they're responsive to you. You're oversharing. Or another person sharing, maybe they acknowledge it, but they're not sharing nothing about themselves. I feel like that can be intimidating, and you're right. It's not that you're you're not intimidating. It's intimidating to them because they're so used to people just telling everybody everything, mm-hmm. and they're not used to someone being like, okay, cool, that's cool. Right. Yeah. Oh, or no, you he... thought I was going to tell you something about me? No, I'm not saying nothing about me. <laughs> I mean, if you like, were sharing, just yeah. shows me. Like, I mean, it tells me a lot about yourself, but... That's not who I am. Right. I don't know you well enough to feel like I need to overshare. Yeah. Or they're so accustomed to being around all these quote unquote alphas that are over here trying to assert, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. Oh, yeah. That when a true alpha comes in, that is just leading yeah. with with their presence, yep. that's, they don't know what to do with that. So then they're like, oh, he's intimidating. <laughs> and that's a good excuse. And I think that goes back to understanding your feelings. Mm-hmm. So if you're around someone that makes you feel a certain way, why do you feel that way? What is causing that? Is it the other person or is it something about you? I bet you 100% of the time it's something about you. That other person, like, I, like I've like i had that, just like you, I've had people say that I'm intimidating. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, this person, they want to know something, but they didn't want to say anything because you can, they feel intimidated by you. I'm like, tell me, what am I doing? I'm literally just doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm not <laughs> doing nothing else. I'm just not, you know, so I feel like, yeah, I mean, it, it can definitely, I guess for them it can feel intimidating, but in reality it's more about themselves. It's more about, like, they don't feel secure about certain things, I guess, or something like that, you know? But I, but I, and I also think it's a thing of people fearing what they don't understand. Because yes. you don't come in and you're not doing what the social norm is, yeah. that's confusing to yeah. them, right? You're not coming in like, oh, for the gram, let's do this. Blah, blah, blah. And so they're like, hmm, wait, that's different. Everybody else is doing this and he's not. I'm intimidated because they're too feeling yeah. like they need to do it to conform. Or overhyping too. Like, you know, someone's doing something and like, oh, wow, you're that's so awesome. Oh, you're so cool. Oh, this and that. And then someone comes by and we're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> And it's someone's like, gonna what? feel the same way, like, oh, is he hating? Oh, it's just like, no, right? It's, then it comes into just, that, right? I know one's oh, hating. Now you're hating. It's just I don't. That's good for you, but that doesn't, you know, why? Why do I have to be so excited about it? I mean, you know, it's, it's, yeah. But that's like you right. said before, like they're used to that alpha male being that well, that quote unquote alpha male that mm-hmm. we kind of starting to see, like that's not true alpha male is. 
super loud and oh my, and probably they're the ones saying, yeah, that's dope, bro. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you know, this and that. And just come into a room and, like you said, a, a, you would think a true alpha male comes into a room and it's a, just a presence, not being loud. But the, and what we've known now is, yeah, the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's someone that just comes in and is super loud and just kind of calls everybody's attention, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm. And they probably think they're alpha male. They'll probably think they're a leader. They're like, wow, look, everybody's looking at me. And like, nah, that's not in a good way. Just because you loud, just because you're always saying all this stuff and oversharing and everybody's listening to you, that, that's not good. I'm telling you, from my personal experience, what I've seen, 90% of the time, that's not good. They're listening to you because you call for that attention, mm-hmm. not because they wanted to. You walked into a room and you're super loud and all that stuff and you think you're making a joke and you think it's funny, but it's not. And... But I'm looking at you like, okay, bro, you can be quiet now. Because, you know, they just you just want the attention, obviously. Boom. Got to read the vibes, man. Mm-hmm. Read the vibes. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, the, uh, that term, alpha male, I don't think I'll see it the same after this. I mean, I don't. Honestly, I never really even used it before this. But I've heard, always heard, like you said, you, you hear it all the time. And mm-hmm. I've always seen it. I mean, there's... On, on social media, there's businesses that use that name, especially targeting men, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I wouldn't even be surprised if most people like don't even know where that term came from, right? And yeah. how it actually can be looked at in a negative way, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. Well, a lot to unpack there. Thank you guys for rocking with us and, uh, being a part of our little mythbuster situation as we, you know, go through this term of alpha male. But hey, if you are alpha male and that's working for you, continue to do you. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't know that nobody else tell you different. If it's authentically you, then stay authentically yeah. that. Yeah. But um, because at the end of the day, that's that's what it's really about, right? Making sure you're being true. Yes. to yourself and part of some part of being true to yourself or being sure of yourself is admitting when you're not sure right mm-hmm. being like you know what I'm having a moment of indecisive if I have a moment of I don't know um and just owning it and being uh, like owning where you're at and being comfortable with that but yep yeah well thanks for tuning in to another episode we are your host I'm Mayor. And our hennies. And you've been listening to Gents Amplified.